And we're joined on the line now by the Democratic Alliance's spokesperson, Pumzile Van Dam, the ANC's national spokesperson, Zizi Kodwa, as well as EFF spokesperson, Mbuyiseni Ndlozi. Thanks to all of you for speaking to us this morning. Zizi Kodwa, let me start with you. What are the views of the ANC on the destruction of these monuments? Well, the thing that as a country, so thanks very much for the opportunity, Sakina. As a country, we've got a history, a racist past, a terrible history, very painful. And I think that history is represented too many other ways in society. <clears throat> and I think public symbols, or generally symbols such as statues, to an extent that we come from that history, they do reflect that past history in South Africa. But what we do with them is an important question. We don't believe that the ANC defacing them or just destructing them or whatever we do to destroy them. It actually helps us in terms of generations to come of where we come from. We think they must be removed wherever. And I think what students at UCT has done is a correct approach, not destruction, but engage all stakeholders as we speak now. All stakeholders at UCT had endorsed, almost agreed, what must happen to the state. And that's what we need as a country to have a dialogue about these statutes because these are mere symbols that I think today we need symbols that reflect the ethos of a democratic state. And I think if we're to agree in terms of those symbols that represent the current conjuncture politically, people in different areas in cities, this is a dialogue that we must start to have. And I think we agree that they must be removed and they must be part of our history even in future of what has happened in our past. Mwiseni Ndlozi, why does the EFA feel that it is necessary to do away with these monuments altogether? Well, um, Sakina, what we have said is that we support uh, the types of protests that have arisen, which uh, have, uh, as a result, gotten all of us in this particular conversation that we are in. Without that form of protest, the country would still be in sleep. By the way, UCT students, uh, had to engage with that statue in destructive forms. They threw him an excrement on it. They, uh, in some instances, covered it and all that. And that brought the entire university into a debate. And then that kind of sort of consultation that uh, 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 Zizi is talking about began. And, and that's the importance of protest. And what we have done is to come out in affirmation. And, uh, and, and 21 years later... Uh, it is actually uh, unethical that the political leadership in this country, uh, uh, you know, would come out and condemn when people do that. Because it's late. They should have already started the process if they ever thought uh, that these statues are important because they were built in cities that were specially planned to oppress black people, that were not accommodative of black people. They are representative, uh, not only in themselves, as statues that remember those heroes, but also they remember part of the special planning that characterized apartheid and colonial planning. Mm. And, and to that extent, uh, they, get, they, they remain symbols of oppression. And for us, if you're going to, to travel to that past and remember our past, you've got to do so through progressive figures that uh, sought and fought uh, to humanize and give South Africa a better human image. Uh, and they be black or white. And so that at least is the ideological basis upon which we have uh, entered the debate. Uh, Pumzile Van Dam, listening to what has been said, do you think that th- those are good enough reasons for the removal of these statues? What are the DA's views on this? I understand how the statues represent uh, oppression, represent apartheid, and how 
people see them as uh, how South Africa has been transformed 20 years into our democracy. However, I don't believe removing them deals with the issue of a lack of transformation and how things haven't changed. Um, I see the protests, particularly at UCP, um, as the born free suddenly realizing that things really haven't changed since the end of apartheid and viewing uh, the statues as a symbol of this. Um, but like I said, I don't think that deals with the issue at hand. Um, we need to deal with, go to the issue at its root, not deal with it superficially. So we need to deal with the fact that the education system uh, is not transformed enough. It's still largely unequal, and children in, in townships still get uh, inferior education. We need to deal with the fact that uh, some of these children can't get into university. We need to deal with the fact that they can't get jobs. We need to go to the root of the lack of this transformation and not deal with it superficially. So removing statues will not deal with the problem. Um, I believe we should keep the statues and then maybe add new ones of our new heroes, of our struggle heroes, so that we can uh, have statues that represent our history. Getting rid of them will not solve the problems. Mm. When you say add new ones, uh, like which statues um, of whom should be erected? Add struggle heroes, um, add uh, Nelson Mandela, Add Solomon uh, Maslango, add Helen Sussman. So make the statues represent a progression of our history. So as we're aware of it all the time. So when we walk into into our communities, we know, you know, we started off here, there was Lanya Pandrebek or whoever, and now we have progressed into a democratic country, and these are our new heroes. We shouldn't raise our history. We need to be aware of it. We need to be present so we know that we never should go back to that uh, undesirable state. Zizi Koto, why now though? Surely these statues um, may have, should have been problematic uh, from the initial days of democracy in 1994. Why is it suddenly an issue now? I think we've got to appreciate the position, a principal position we took under the leadership of President Mandela at the time, that of uh, a national reconciliation project. And I think it's important in that context to understand why certain things had to be done in a particular way. I don't think anybody says only now, but I think now the issue is more prominent than it was. You have noticed that uh, in a number of areas, whether the city of Swane, there has been public discourse and discussions about uh, name changes, for example. And that is part of our heritage. And part of the debate you would have seen in Swane in particular, it has had an element of racial polarized debate because of our past. Others feel that, no, these statutes or street names still represent their heroes. The majority of people, um, they think that if you remain and see these names or symbols on a daily basis, they evoke emotions. I can imagine um, if you were to have a statue of Hitler right at the center of Tel Aviv in Israel, whatever debate you may come across, it evokes emotions about the past, but the reality is that there is a past that said Hitler. And I'm just saying we've got to be sensitive equally in terms of this debate without again uh, pulling the country back in terms of racial polarization. It's important to note that in a number of areas where it has happened, we must move with speech on issues of land redistribution, on issues of unemployment, on issues of um, human settlement for our people, because clearly, I think 21 years into democracy, our people are beginning to be impatient about certain things. If you know those things, you may take for granted, such as symbols, for example, mm. such as street names. Our people still live in streets in the township of Paul Kruger and so on. They have no, they have no meaning to them. And yet our people have got what uh, was called progressive symbols, individuals 
whom they know that these people who died, like Solomon Kalush Maslangu, who died and fought for this freedom. And therefore, we want symbols that can indeed symbolize our, our, our people and where we come from. But um, we say in Lozi, is this really addressing the issues that South Africans are grappling with in 2015? No, that is a false uh, question, Sakina. And I think that we must uh, distance ourselves from that type of uh, DA either or. All these things are corroborated. How we relate to spaces is part of human development. Human beings across the world. And that's why the country has entered into this type of debate, because symbols are part of human living. You can't just discount them like that, say, no, it will not uh, change anything. It will change your relationship to the space your identity and the way in which you think about yourself. These are symbols that carry an identity of our collective, our collective relationship to ourselves. And they are not superficial. If you remove and put Solomon Mashang, who was hanged because he fought for the Freedom Charter, it brings meaning to the public imagination of South Africa. We must not we must not degenerate like that. In as much as we deal with unemployment, in as much as we deal with the questions of land, culture is critical, arts are critical, the music we listen to, the, the artifacts, everything is part of human development, is part of human living. They are not superficial at all. We have to affirm our people in genuine and authentic form. And that is the demand for these statues is as legitimate as the demand for land. So I'm and not going to degenerate into that. No, it's not going to change anything. Yet everybody's so fired up saying, no, it must not move. No, it must move. But we are here in radio saying it, it won't change anything. It will change people's relationship to spaces. And these spaces are public. They've got to be collectively owned. And again, I said, they are inside cities, cities that were specially planned in favor of racially segregated societies. That's why these things are there. And they are celebrating heroes that were oppressive, heroes that were engaged in crimes against humanity, crimes that were against black people.